1: Hey, Miranda. Yes, Taylor. What <laughs> has 4,000 eyes and 8,000 legs? Like, I don't know. 2,000 dogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: bork, bark, hello. Bork, bark. Bork, bark. I should do a low one one day. I always do it up high. Bork, bark, hello. Wow.
0: That's
1: a low dog. Bork. I can't... Nope. Okay, this is weird. Walk, Hi. Walk hello. Welcome back <laughs> to the Flu from Baba podcast. I'm here today with Miranda. Hello. I always say your name like Miranda. I never said Miranda. Well, Miranda. Yeah, that's, that's Miranda. That's and I'm Taylor. Taylor? Ta- oh. <laughs> no? I hate it with an oh, okay. But I have to... When I say it to Americans, I have to say it with an American accent. Because if I say Taylor, they're like... Tay- Taylor? Taylor, I'm like, Taylor? I'm like no, my name's Taylor.
0: Taylor, my name's Taylor.
1: Oh, Taylor, cool. Uh,
0: my name is Taylor. My name is Miranda.
1: Miranda, <laughs> Miranda.
0: Anyway, enough about us. Let's talk about dogs.
1: What you got? Have you got a story?
0: Um, I would like to – I've picked up a magazine. I have not um, just? Yes. I like Anything a,
1: reputable? Uh,
0: yes, quite. It's the Australian Geographic oh, magazine.
1: The big dog, the the very, if
0: you will. <laughs> there is a big dog on the cover. The very best of Australia's nature, culture, people uh-huh. and places. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Um, so the cover introduces us to a few really interesting articles about flying foxes and bats being under pressure. Um, earliest – Life forms on Earth, uh, the conservation of the Sunshine Coast, and a dog's life. Oh, That's that dog looks cover. super
1: heroic. He is. A dog looks ready to fight crime.
0: Oh, he's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry about it.
1: No, um, so, like there's
0: a whole um, article in here, a very long, intense, and uh, very wonderful article about Aussie canines working hard for a living. And if you know me, you know I love dogs with
1: jobs. Dogs with jobs. I
0: wish we had like a little dogs with jobs, like.
1: We need like a little um,
0: jingo. Oh, what do they call could, it? What do they like, call it?
1: A, a sting. We need yeah. a little sting. Dogs, dogs with, with jobs. <laughs> that was it. That's the sting. <laughs>
0: I wish we were recording that. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, something to look forward to in future episodes. <laughs> um, so, there's a lot of fun dogs with jobs in here that I may share with you over a few episodes. But I today, wish you would. Today, I would like to talk to you about Australia's beloved homegrown Kelpie. Oh. Who may be one of the hardest working dog breeds in the world.
1: In the world. Well,
0: certainly in Australia. Uh, so, the Kelpie is a sheepdog. Um, uh, there are a lot of shepherd type of dogs who are sheep dogs. Um, but the Kelpie isn't a traditional shepherd. They're smaller and... Uh, oh, they're smaller. A- Kelpies are smaller oh. than your average sheep dog. Yeah, And when you think about um, European bred sheep dogs, they're big and very fluffy because they need to keep warm.
1: My brain just went, <laughs> Europe doesn't have sheep. <laughs>
0: Where do you think they came from, Taylor? Australia has
1: all the sheep. <laughs> they don't have sheep over there.
0: I oh <laughs> don't know God. where that
1: came from, but there it was.
0: Um, anyway, so of course I'm talking about things like the Old English Shepherd. Why did yep. they name it that if they don't have sheep, Taylor?
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're just clearly out of their mind. They have shepherds. They just don't have sheep. Um, so
0: it's not a shepherd breed in that it's come from that kind of stock. The Kelpie is actually much more suited to... Australian climate Mm. and sheep herding. They're extremely intelligent dogs and they love to work. They yeah. just love it. If you've ever s- gone to the Ecker, that's what we call the, the Eka. The Eka, um, The Exhibition. <laughs> the Exhibition. Um, the Royal Brisbane Show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you watch the Sheepdog Trials. It's like a big state or a big carnival. Big, yeah, they just love it. Like a state fair.
1: Like, that? Yeah, that's yeah, the best. There that's what I was thinking of. as um, a state fair. If you're in as.
0: America, it's the equivalent of a state fair. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Your accent, though. Sorry, don't fur. Don't fur. I'm just feeling very Australian. Um, so uh, they are revered across the world and prized for their instinct, independence, stamina, and intelligence. Top dogs of this breed can command prices upwards of twenty five thousand dollars. How valuable they are to a working farm. Yeah, wow. That a really good Australian Kelpie. Is worth the. Big
1: bucks. $25,000. Yep. That's a lot. (laughs)
0: Um, And until recently, we haven't fully understood how genes influence an individual Kelpie's performance (laughs) and breeding success. Uh, But a lot of research has gone into it recently at the University of Sydney um, who are poised to reveal how genes shall determine behaviour and possibly help uh, farms to uh, better look after their livestock by getting – the best dog suited to their individual needs. Sorry,
1: every time you said jeans, I'm just imagining... A dog wearing jeans. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <But then laughs> That's why I keep giggling. So we all recognise – sorry, there's a quote here. I'm reading now from a quote uh, of Professor Claire Wade, the project leader and chair of the Computational Biology and oh, Animal obviously. Genetics at the University of Sydney. Um, we all recognise the important contribution livestock working dogs, sheep um, sheepdogs, uh, make to rural industries, but no one has sought to quantify it before. We're trying to connect DNA to data and basically – Develop the gold standard for elite bred sheepdogs. So this is a massive industry in Australia.
1: Yeah, um, and, it's huge.
0: And there is actually a picture. If I turn the page,
1: please do. <laughs> the
0: sound of me turning. <laughs> wow, the
1: page. she did, did it too. It? it was real. <laughs>
0: um, there is a picture of two kelpies herding cattle. Yep, kelpies are pretty small. Yeah, they're little. They're, they're not smaller real big than sheep. And sheep are smaller than cows. These dogs... Guys,
1: in case you didn't know about animals, we're just going to educate you real quick.
0: Anyway, amazing dogs doing amazing things. Um, So between 83,000 and 100,000 dogs are currently mustering livestock across Australia traveling an average of 40 kilometers a day often in challenging landscapes <laughs> <some> and weather <laughs> <laughs> 40 <laughs> K's Here hour. Here hour. they go well, you're not you're not wrong a seasoned dog seasoned meaning They've been doing it a long time. They're well-practiced, <laughs> not they're covered in herbs and spices. Um, a seasoned dog can reach speeds of up to 37 kilometres an hour while Wowee. working. Yep. Wow, so that's you go.
1: nearly 40 kilometres. <laughs> yes.
0: Amazing. Um, conservative estimates suggest that an individual valued at about $40,000 by the end of its 8 to 10-year life, as in th- that's sort of that's their That's what worth. it's been worth. Yeah.
1: To have that dog yes, yeah that's crazy
0: amazing so you can understand why there would be so much research into breeding into breeding the best an elite brand Kelpie. Of yeah, the Kelpie. Sure. Be because worse. it's big business in this country so there you they they save
1: a lot of time, don't they
0: uh yeah, but they're also um uh, they can they can work more efficiently yep. um, across larger areas. Than so humans can. The other way that uh, big properties do herding is with things like, you know, small helicopters and, and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, which is obviously a far more expensive yeah. way.
1: <laughs> Probably <laughs> better for the environment to have a little Kelpie than it would be to dog. have a flipping yeah. helicopter yes. going around your farm.
0: Um, so, you know, spend $25,000 on a Kelpie instead of whatever it costs to buy a freaking helicopter. A
1: helicopter, <laughs> Yeah.
0: So uh, the livestock industry would simply grind to a halt without sheepdogs. Certainly, there are times when a football team couldn't get um, you couldn't <laughs> get in the sheep that a single kelpie can. So the equivalent of I don't know how many humans are on a football team, <laughs> but they I don't know <laughs> either. They can you know a football team can cover a whole oval, right? Yeah. yeah? So they're saying a kelpie can be There's in way faster as many places as it entire. Yeah, a I believe team. it. This is science, guys. Uh, if you don't have good working dogs, then you simply can't handle your livestock efficiently.
1: So My goodness. Go. That's crazy. Crazy times. The dogs with jobs. Like that you were talking about service dogs a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And those—that that is just insane what they do.
0: Yes, is. Couldn't live without insane. them.
1: Yeah, we probably couldn't. We probably wouldn't have advanced as far as we have no. without dogs, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about this dog that I'm about to tell you about, but... <laughs> Today, I have for all y'all, the Bolognese dog. Oh my God. <laughs> this is the spaghetti dog. We could not live
0: without the spaghetti the dog. Spag-
1: okay. So it's, it's called, a bol- I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I think it's Bolognese.
0: It's Bolognese. Or it's bolognese. spelled Bolognese. It's like, spelled Bolognese. Like the sauce, guys.
1: <laughs> sauce. It's one of the smallest breeds of dog. Um, it's of the, the Bichon type. I mean, like a bichon, yeah. Um, originating in Italy, obviously Italian spaghetti pasta dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do they have like spaghetti pasta
1: hair? Um, it's kind of a little bit curly. Um, hang on, like a, like a tagatelli?
0: like a tagatelli pasta. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're little fluffies. They're, they're little fluffies. I ha- I just thought I haven't done a little fluffy in a while. I know you did any sausage, but I, <laughs> I haven't done a little fluffy, so I just wanted to do a little fluffy for a bit. Do it, Tay. Because um, do we, it. we do love our big dogs, and I'm learning to love big dogs a lot more than I ever thought I would. But I've just got to go back to my little fluffy sometimes. Um, yeah, so they're from the city of Bologna. Bologna? Bologna?
0: Bologna.
1: Bologna. And it's part of the toy dog group and is a companion dog. So they're not going to go. They're not a gun breed dog. They're not They're not
0: going to be herding sheep. They're not the going to be herding Australia. sheep. They're not going to
1: be tolling ducks. They are. They love attention and they make good house pets. They're good at socializing um and they have a strong bond with the people they spend the most time with. But they're very little, so you got to be Too careful. Tony. Um
0: Are they smaller than your average Bichon Frise?
1: Because they're uh, are uh, they are ten to twelve inches. Oh my gosh. So the tallest they'll get is like a subway sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> like a foot long. That's, that's as tall time. as they'll get. That's not that's a, that's foot that's like a foot long. That's like a foot long. You need to eat more Subway. Sorry. Um, and they will um they're five and a half to nine pounds. What's nine pounds in kg? Uh four kilograms. Oh my so God. that's maximum. They won't get Bigger than four kilos. They're super small. They're really little. Um, they live a good time though, 12 to 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, they are prone to separation anxiety and they don't do well alone for long periods of time. So there's a little clingy friend. Yeah. So if you need a friend to count on, the bowling maze is going to be there. <laughs> um, they would be ill-suited for people with a nine-to-five work day. So you want to be able to be in and out you know, seeing them frequently, maybe if you work from home or if your partner works during the day and you work at night or whatever. Or if
0: you have a workplace that's dog-friendly. Or if you have a workplace that's dog-friendly,
1: which we have talked about, yeah. Was it Google? Yeah, Google's really good about it. They'll let you bring your dog in. Um, yeah, so if you, if you can do that, awesome. Um, if not, maybe don't live them home all day. Um, bolos, as they're being known on the American Kennel Club page, um, are an old breed known by royals and noblemen in Roman times, and they were given as precious gifts between the wealthy and powerful. Sweet. Here, have a precious gift. It's a bologna, <laughs> and not the spaghetti.
0: Spaghetti dog.
1: It says they do well on a high-quality dog food.
0: So don't feed them <laughs> So don't
1: give them rubbish. Otherwise, you can give them um, – treats are good for training, it's saying, but um, can cause obesity? <laughs> they're only little. They should yeah. only get to four kilos. So if yeah. they're getting any bigger than that, yeah, you've stop. got an obese dog.
0: Stop feeding them pasta. <laughs> stop
1: feeding your bologna bologna. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Two to three times a week brushing. They don't shed very much. They kind of look really fluffy and sheddy, but they, they don't. Um, it's it's kind of non-shedding and it's um, mild allergy sufferers will not be affected, so that's, that's really the, cool.
0: That's the bichon in them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they... <laughs> Depends how you groom them. A lot of people give them a shorter coat of about one inch and then they leave the mop head around the face. (laughs) (laughs) But um, if you look at some of the kind of show ones, they can get quite floofy, 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 floofy. Um, They've got a pretty average energy level. So a bit more than a couch potato, not heaps of energy though. Um, grow to apartment dogs so long as they have a moderate exercise schedule. They're calm and easygoing. They're good for retirees and seniors. So again, if you're going to be staying home all day or you're not going out a lot, that's good for you. Um, play time in the backyard, preferably fenced or taken for walks is good. Indoor entertainment like hide and seek, chasing a ball rolled along the floor or teaching them new tricks are excellent low key activities for low energy, but playful <laughs> bolognese.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Hide and seek. Like, That's what the American Kettle Club is suggesting. <laughs> that you genuinely play hide and seek. Like I'm, I'm gonna just... go hide and then you count to ten. That's such a
1: great have you played that with dogs? It's really fun. They just gotta come find you and lick you. Alternatively, you stick your dog in a closet and then you go and <laughs> count <laughs> <don't>, to ten.
0: <laughs> and then you go back to the closet and take them out.
1: Where are you? Uh, oh so funny. Um yeah, so they can. They've also known as Abyssinian Bolognese, um, and they can be seen in tapestry work produced by Flemish craftsmen as far back as the 17th century. That's a little did you know?
0: Yeah, Flemish
1: tapestry. <laughs> that's definitely what I needed to know.
0: Well, that's actually where I get all of my best dog information <laughs> <It's> from. <laughs> Flemish
1: tapestry.
0: Yep. Mm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I did
0: actually, um, just you know, side note, random story from Miranda. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to France recently. Oh, did you just? Uh, yes, uh, to practice my French accent, which we all bonjour, know. Bonjour, bonjour. Very good. <laughs> um, no, I was. I was actually technically working. I was on tour. Um, at on uh, tour. I went to the Louvre. You know, Louvre. Yes, I went to the Louvre, and um, I just. I took photos of all of the dogs in the loo. (laughs)
1: That's what I like, see. No some people better are like, way to do the Louvre.
0: Like, you know, a hundred people crowding around the Mona, the Mona Lisa, Lisa, and I'm walking around the rest of the room. You're going, like, Look, it's that's a, dog. a good one. <laughs> so I've got all of these dog pictures of dogs. In yeah, the Louvre.
1: I'm about it. And
0: then I started doing um, just dogs of Paris, just <laughs> on the street.
1: That's what Mel and I basically. Yeah, did in New yeah. York. Um,
0: and then we did dogs of London uh, briefly, but what's
1: yeah. better, Paris mm. or London? Give us the scoop. <sighs> I feel like Paris is just poodles. London London, London dogs. There's
0: just more dogs. Like more diverse out oh, yep. But maybe that's just because when we were in Paris, we were sort of in the sort of city streets. And when we were in London, we were right next to Hyde Park. So. Oh, yeah. So you
1: probably got to see a few more yeah, dogs. Yeah, just saw more dogs London. there. Anyway. How cool. Cool story, bro. Yep. <laughs> I liked it. Have anyway, you told us everything that we need to that's, know? That's pretty much all you need. Devoted is the main thing about the Bolognese. <laughs> if you want spaghetti that's going to commit, it's the <laughs> Bolognese.
0: Oh, I love a dog named after a great pasta it's like, But it's
1: such the opposite. Like when I think of a dog that's named after spaghetti, I think of like big like stringy fur and it's kind of all over the place and all different colours. Like a Bolognese dog is like very soft. Very little. Well, white. they're not named
0: after Bolognese sauce. Are they're they? not. Just the sauce and the dog. They just are come from the same place. Both named after. That's right.
1: Oops, I forgot to search dogs I was searching images. I just got the photos of spaghetti.
0: <laughs> it's just all pictures of spaghetti. <laughs> I, I
1: promise I didn't do that on purpose, uh, but I'm not mad either. Check they're out also our really show cute puppies.
0: Pictures of spaghetti. No,
1: don't promise the max. Oh. I've got to find pictures of spaghetti.
0: You just did. You just found here. Just them. Google image spaghetti. Bolognese. Well, I'm going to help you out with a little bit of problem solving. Oh, please do. Um, <laughs> my tip is about training and when oh. training isn't quite going right.
1: It happens to the best of so us. Mom. I have
0: turned to the problem solving oh, pages. She's, back, got a, she's holding a real book at the with back real of my paper. book called Essential Dog Tricks and Training.
1: <laughs> she literally has a book named after the section on our show. I was like, how did you do that? Yeah. And she's like, I found um, it.
0: This book includes a bonus DVD with a complete <gasps> class on it. Why gonna-
1: haven't we watched the DVD yet?
0: I haven't watched the DVD yet. I haven't. Um, but
1: oh, I at, be- at our Harry McClary party,
0: maybe we should have a viewing. <laughs> we'll just have it on. Have it on in the background. In the background. Yep. So you can all try it out. Um, anyway, it's a cute little book. It's just like a, um, just got it from, I don't know, a bookshop. Uh, check out your local bookshop for some books i guess do you know
1: when things advertise and they're just like anywhere that sell like sells books any (laughs) good bookstore Thanks. any good drug store i'm always like why just tell me where i can get it don't be rude
0: okay well problem solving when training your dog sometimes you come across some problems but don't be disheartened as this happens to the best trainers and their dogs um Actually, we we employed a dog trainer to come and help us with Zambi when she oh, really didn't. Yeah, a, a problem a, dog, a, a dog behaviorist.
1: My mum did that for Zola, and she just didn't follow up with any of the useful things that he gave her. And I was like, Mum, this is probably actually useful if you are going to do this.
0: Well, she's got some great stories about um, <sighs> <laughs> one of her dogs who trained really easily, and everything just worked, and picked everything up super quick. And her next dog who came in and just went, oh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, even oh. the professionals don't always come it's through with a good. It's
1: hard. It's hard. And some dogs are just like, nah. Plus, you can't ask them what's wrong. Yeah, why won't you do it? You can't be like, excuse me, why aren't you sitting? And it'll be like, oh, you know what? Just have a really tough day today. I'm not yeah, really feeling I just it.
0: Don't. <laughs> anyway, so um, the first question here is my dog is very good at bowing, but often bows at me when I'm asking them to try and do everything else. <laughs>
1: How do I? How do I stop my dog from just <gasps> what a just bowing? A problem. <gasps> well, it's because my dog is practicing karate all the time. and Just keeps
0: bowing. <laughs> well, no, the dog the dog bow is actually part of the uh, dog uh, sign language, saying I'm. Oh, I'm okay. Submitting, Body language. I'm submitting to you. Right, right, right. I, like, I know that you're asking me to do something, but I just don't look. Um, will i bow at you i agree but what (laughs) What? (laughs) so that's when that's when they leave their back legs up and they put their front legs down oh they kind of
1: it looks like a kind of downward facing dog like they're kind of stretching but they're bowing yeah it's a
0: yoga position
1: (laughs) they're just they're just doing their yoga they're trying to get their pelvis so when your dog doesn't quite understand what
0: you're asking they will often provide you with a well understood behavior that ...to get their reward. Like, oh, do you want this? Do you want me to sit? Do you want me to do this? I know to it I can sit. Uh, so, to me. stop this, <laughs> simply just do not react when they give you the wrong behaviour. So it's At about, all? Yeah, at all. Don't, don't t- look at them and go, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I'm <you> <laughs> um, just nil reaction. Uh, because if you don't react, they will continue to try other things. And when once they get it right, react, reward... Yeah, done. So don't confuse it with telling them they're wrong if they give you the wrong behavior. Does that
1: make sense? Yeah, so you don't you don't want to do anything when they're doing it wrong because you don't want to encourage any sort of reaction from them. That's right. So if they do
0: it wrong, you just yeah. go
1: yes and wait for the next Um, so
0: if you're starting to get these sort of behaviors where they're offering you something else that you've already taught them like sitting or dropping or bowing which is a submissive I know you want something but I don't know what it is behavior um try taking a couple steps back with your training like wherever you were up to just go back to some basics Mm -hmm. that's a great idea before and then introduce the new thing again um, I'm trying to teach them how to crawl And we do lots of like long training sessions But they just don't seem to crawl. want to do the trick they like keep army crawling? keep getting up and walking away <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Another unique problem <laughs> What can I do if my dog just keeps getting up and walking away? Well, it says, first of all, check that your dog is fit and healthy and happy. Um, so yeah, make sure they're not sick. The behaviour that you're asking them to do isn't causing them any trouble because that's the number one reason why they're just going to be like, I don't want to do that, I'm out, bye. Um, but also keep your training sessions short. So if you particularly notice that there's a point in the training where you hit like sometimes something as short as three, four or five minutes can be – enough or too too much much. yeah yeah um but certainly if you're getting up to something like 15 or 20 minutes and they're just becoming disinterested just let them go yeah but bring them back if you can one more time and finish out the session formally so most people if you're training your dog you should give them a signal that you've finished training you've finished asking them for tricks give them one last reward tell them they've done a good job tell them you finished Let's all move on with our lives.
1: Yeah. Yes. I, I can't send the people that – sorry, if – not offense if you do this, but um, really spend too long, just like hours and hours with their dog trying to hammer stuff in. It's no. like they need a break. They're not going to take all that.
0: Humans wouldn't take humans all that. Humans don't
1: take all that. you got to be I've tried moderate. teaching
0: humans things. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. <hot>. Yep. <laughs> um – Okay, last one I'll do. My dog performs tricks really well in the backyard with just dog and me. But as soon as I ask him to do something in front of
1: other people. Oh, Tui. Hello. Are you listening? Are he you ma- listening to
0: this one? He makes mistakes. Won't do it. <laughs> won't, won't do the speak command on the podcast. You know, that sort of thing. That
1: kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, how, I don't know what that is.
0: How do I solve that problem, Taylor?
1: Um, well, you're holding the books.
0: So but me. I'm just genuinely asking <laughs> you how do I solve that?
1: Um, I think we pause it. We bring her over. We coax her with treats. We do it four times and then we hit record really quickly so she doesn't know what's happening.
0: (laughs) Well, we'll try that. Uh, But what the book says is when you're teaching a dog something new you always start in a place with low levels of distraction something that's really familiar and doesn't have other stuff around that's so a like good point, your yeah. backyard or your living room depending probably on. zane's
1: apartment with lots of sparkly it's things and a cat is not the greatest place to ask her to do stuff so. <laughs> yes.
0: there's a bucket of water behind me it's all very yeah confusing. the water is stressing her out very stressed about the water so when you go to the park or somebody else's house or just other people come into your space there are a lot of distractions and it makes it harder for Fido. That's their imaginary dog. The they question, always
1: call them Fido. Because it's a dog name. They always – I've never met a dog called Fido.
0: <laughs> no, because every dog Roche. is called Fido. So you never wouldn't – anyway. Every dog is called um, Bella. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, so it's difficult for the dog to concentrate on what they're doing. So make sure um, that he performs the tricks well in the backyard first and then take him to the park or somewhere where there's other people around and start the training process again you go back to the basics yep. and you 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 know start working tricks somewhere else with other distractions around and they'll start to learn oh this is the time That's I a need really to good focus. point yeah, yeah. Um, so you can start a fair distance from other people or distractions if you're working in the park and, um, you know, gradually move closer to other people while you're asking them for behaviours and uh, training tricks. You, so you can just basically keep doing this until they become more familiar with uh, focusing. The situation. Yeah. Uh, sir. it's all about being comfortable and happy.
1: It's just That's just with everything. That's yeah. the same with kids. Yeah. Like telling kids how to do something, you have to ease them into it. And that's that's really the same with adults too. (laughs) They're never going to do something they want in a weird situation unless you
0: ease them into it. Um, I think I mentioned this like the last episode maybe about show dogs, about dogs who do shows, Mm. who do theatre. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, So it's – Part of the, A big part of their training is coming into the theatre uh, when not everyone is around yep. and they do the tricks in place in regular oh, light that's so good. and then they'll do the tricks in space in stage light, which is very different. That is really different. It makes the room feel really different. It can freak the dogs out a bit and then they might bring some more people in the I wonder if they have to bring and in an, put the like set an audience in and, and yeah, they like, have to add all of that in really gradually.
1: Because that must be hard. Like, I'm I'm thinking of Legally Blonde because that's – instead yeah. of Annie, that's the one yeah. that always comes to mind. Is like, people laugh when the dog barks on cue. Yeah. So it must be really – they must have to, yeah. like, kind of ease them into all that sort yeah. of stuff. Because you don't want to do opening night with a full room of people that are just, like, giggling. And I, they've never done a show with the, people in the audience. Yeah, before. and all yeah. people laughing after that's yeah. happened.
0: Yeah. Um, the other thing is that uh, sometimes – you'll notice dogs don't come on for bows because the applause or that extra noise much. is too much yeah mm. so when your dogs come on and you want to scream and holler and be like yeah dog you're the best thing in the
1: show just do it really just, politely thank you golf claps well done thank you All dog done. you've done. Done. Well well done. done well done well done good well job done. good dog good boy good boy <laughs> <laughs> i love dogs in musicals it's so great <laughs> yeah
0: Especially when they do foot like cool tricks and yeah. stuff on cue. I, I just like when they so
1: bark so. on cue. Like when you they're just, they're just part of the dialogue. I just <laughs> think that's hilarious.
0: Well, the other dog that does that on stage is the dog in Mary Poppins. The dog
1: in Mary Poppins. Is there a dog in Mary Poppins? Yes.
0: Shut up. Uh. And she has lines, the dog in Mary Poppins.
1: Oh. What does she say? Bark, <laughs> bark. Oh, that's very good. Woof, woof. I don't know. You should audition. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep, yep. I didn't hmm. know that. Yeah. It's been a while yeah. since I've seen Mary Poppins. There's a dog Mary Poppins. There you go. Ah well that was nice. Yeah. You we- can find us on social media if you want to. Yeah. We're nice over there too. Yeah. Sometimes Tui does things on command. Sometimes. Not often.
0: We'll have to uh get her to do her tricks in Zane's house, around the microphones, next to the bucket of water. <laughs> then, you know, sort of ease her into it. And then eventually Maybe the she, next recording. she might do it on cue yeah. while we're recording.
1: Until then, Until we are then. at Floof and Papa Podcast on Instagram and Twitter and Floof ampersand. <laughs> this is terrible. Papa Podcast on Facebook. If you search Floof and Papa, we'll pop up. Um Follow us, get involved with us. We send love us, hearing from you. We send love us your comments. Pictures of your dogs. Yeah, pictures of your dogs are great. Send us
0: pictures of your dogs um, now.
1: And if you want to find out more about us or about any of the other shows on our network, we're also on that's not Yeah we are. It's
0: great
1: that you can buy our merch. <gasps> Do you oh know we have Fluff and pop merch? Yes. It's so good. You Does can it? buy little doggy scarves. <laughs> <laughs> it's so a, cool. A
0: book book hello t shirt. Yep. Or a book book hello uh cushion. Yes, which, the cushions which are Tui just pushed off the couch. Yeah.
1: yeah. The cushions are really good. Um yeah, there's some really cool, fun stuff on there. So yeah, if you if yeah. you want to support us.
0: So go on. to that's not com. check out Floof and Papa and click on the merch link. That's
1: it. Yes, do it.
0: Do it. Do it. That's well, we're waiting. <laughs> okay.
1: We'll sit here um, as just, long as it takes.
0: I'm just watching the website traffic now. And <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, okay, here good, you are.
1: Good,
0: <laughs> um, Have a great week, everybody Yeah, we're going to talk more dogs in about seven days time Is
1: that good for you? Seven, yep, that'll be fine yep. Okay, yep. Great. Great. great, fantastic, right. thank you Bye Hey guys, it's Julie. And KB. From Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. What do we talk about, Julie? Conspiracies. No way. What kind do we talk about? Celebrities. Mm, government. Time travel. Ooh. Ooh. Tune in every Monday. What day? Monday. What was it? Monday. Oh, Monday. Monday for your fill of conspiracy theories.